This is a pretty important principle to grasp. And if you had a sign on the wall in your office, it should say, if I'm doing the work, I'm falling behind. Um, so let's take a look at why it's true that the less you work, the more you make. Um, sim similarly, the less you do, the more you are able to get done. Have you ever wondered, how do you grow a socially conscious and environmentally friendly e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses, and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tanyono, and welcome to the e-commerce speak podcast. You know when you're in the corn maze and you're not sure if you should go left or right? But what happens when you step on a ladder? Suddenly the maze is no longer a mystery and you know exactly where to go. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce speak podcast. My guest today, Jared Haining, does exactly that for business owners. He teaches them how to think at a higher level so they are able to see the whole picture and suddenly the obstacles that were blocking their growth no longer exist. You see, everything he teaches comes down to this one thing, a breakthrough in your business will first happen as a breakthrough in your thinking. So Jared is an award-winning speaker. He's been featured on ABC Nightline, uh, spoken on stages all, all over the country, and also spoken on TEDx on mindset performance. And he also works with clients all across the world. He specializes in a Nobel-nominated process that teaches you how to think at a higher level and allows you to assess different parts of your brain on demand. And most of his clients that he works with go on to double their income by purposely working half as many hours. Uh, who who would have won that, right? <laughs> and for fun, uh, you'll find Jared flying, skydiving, or mountain bike riding. And his most prized accomplishment is winning the World Tickle Championship at, in the five-year-old category. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Now, welcome to the show, Jared. Yes, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, we all love a good story, Jared. So can you share, like, how did you go from, like, uh, uh, not, well, you can share the tickle story as well, but how do you go from, like, a classically trained musician to where you are now uh, working on mindset, thinking, and leadership? Some people don't know this, but when you are making music, uh, even just uh, singing along to the radio or clapping your hands to the beat, in that moment, you're using more different parts of your brain than any other activity. And this is uh, contrasted with, uh, say, uh, athletic performance. The, the better your body is performing athletically, the less of your brain you're using because it can't afford to send resources to the brain. It needs to go to the muscles. Uh, this doesn't mean that music is better than athletic performance. It's just a different way of using your brain. Uh, so at the time when I was in classical music, I was teaching business owners how to access different parts of their brain on demand, because by doing so, you're able to tap into different thinking patterns. And if you're in the weeds in your business, 
being able to access different ways of thinking is very helpful. And um, that led to the work that I do today. Mm, yeah, that's, that's fascinating. And I know that like for many business owners, uh, they say that they're they are always like super busy. They, they have a lot of tasks. They're being pulled left and right. And one thing that I noticed you mentioned um, that I, I saw on your website about your book is that you say that the less you do, the more you earn. So that's yes. like, I think it's uh, contradictory to what, what we would <laughs> do, right? People just want to get, get, get more stuff done. So what do you mean by that? This, this is a pretty important principle um, to grasp. And if you had a sign on the wall in your office, it should say, if I'm doing the work, I'm falling behind. Um, so let's take a look at why it's true that the less you work, the more you make. Um, sim similarly, the less you do, the more you are able to get done. Um, here's some examples of how that plays out. Uh, if you look at your to-do list, um, I bet you that nine, at least nine out of 10 things on your to-do list, maybe more, could be delegated to somebody for 10 or $15 an hour, provided that person had the right system to follow and they were trained in how to use that system. So when you're focused on checking things off your to-do list and you get really excited because you just crossed something off, that's like getting really excited because you paid yourself the lowest amount available that day. This is a bad strategy that we cannot solve with stubbornness. It doesn't matter how fast you check them off. It doesn't matter how good you are at doing those things. As long as you're the one doing them, you are at the lowest earning with your time that day. So instead of doing those tasks, whatever it is, uh, emails, customer service, research, meetings, whatever it is, instead of doing them, spend your time documenting them. Spend your time writing a system or bullet points or some notes and spend your time uh, building relationships, connecting with people. Uh, is there a virtual assistant that could help with that? Is there somebody that can, could consult with that or you could partner with on that? And by building systems and building relationships, you put things in place that do it for you. And then you will never have to do it again. The problem is a lot of people especially the, uh, the, um, the high, the achiever entrepreneur who prides themselves on getting things done. The way their brain is wired is that it gets pleasure from doing, gets a lot of pleasure from checking things off the list. Hey, look at me, look at what I did today. And so the idea of spending more time planning feels uncomfortable. It feels anti-productive. Uh, their brain is like, but I could have gotten something done. I don't need to write this down. It's a waste of time. The idea of building relationships and training somebody, they're like, but by the time I train them, I could have just done it. That's a waste of time. And, and even worse, the last time I trained somebody to do this, they messed it up and I just had to go back and redo it. Um, so it is, it is kind of a fundamental way of thinking. Either I do the work, in which case I'm the bottleneck, and I'm always falling behind because no matter what you're doing, there's still 27 other things that aren't getting done. Or instead of that strategy, it is how do I train, raise up, prepare other people to do these things? Um, it's, just, it's just a different way of thinking. And so when your brain is wired to get pleasure 
from building systems and building relationships, then it starts looking for more systems and relationships to build, which just creates more free time for you to build more systems and relationships. Yeah, I love that. Because as business owners, uh, they should not be doing the things to focus on doing the things, but they should be spending more of the time doing the thinking, right? So for people who are like just getting started to uh, how, where, where should they start? Like where should they start documenting or how, how do they start doing that? Um, a couple options are uh, you, you could just start with your to-do list um, and pick one thing on there, write up a system, find somebody to do that and make it not perfect. Um, find a bad person to do it. I don't care. Like just get started. A lot of people, they're like, um, well, I don't have uh, the money to hire somebody. We're not talking about full time for crying out loud. We're talking about two hours a week. Just get started. You can go to Fiverr and find somebody for an hour or two a week. You can go to a, a virtual assistant group on Facebook or something and find somebody for an hour. Just get started. And then after you do that, you're going to find that it doesn't work that um, they don't understand, that they screw it up, that it takes a colossal amount of time, then we go to step two, which is keep nurturing that system. Keep refining your process. Keep refining those bullet points or the document or the step-by-step. Keep refining your training with the assistant who's doing that task. You keep nurturing that. Keep checking in. And eventually you'll get it to where it works and it doesn't require your time anymore. At that point, you've succeeded and you can move on to the next task. But what you're doing is you're training your brain to think like a leader, like a business owner, not like a business operator. The trap is um, I don't have the money to delegate or I would. Again, we're not talking about 40 hours a week you've got 20 bucks in your pocket. You could delegate for two hours now. Um, The other trap is I don't have the time to train them. It has to be done right now. And for that, what I would say is it's a way of thinking. You don't need the time to train them. All you have to do is record your screen while you're doing the task and they let them take your screen recording and write up the notes on their understanding of what you were doing and how you were doing it and bring the notes back to you. And at a glance, you'll know right away if they understand. In the process, you got the manual built. It didn't take your time to build it. You got somebody trained. It didn't take your time to train them. It's just a way of thinking about getting things done. The ultimate pickle though, isn't the tips and tricks and strategies. I've been talking about strategies and tips and all of that is worthless without the way of thinking that supports it. If somebody's serious about leveling up, if they're tired of hitting the same obstacles, don't have enough time, don't have enough money, can't get the right support, year after year, they promise themselves that next year they're just going to try harder and they're tired of getting stuck in that hamster wheel, then maybe working harder isn't the solution or it would have worked by now. Maybe it's thinking differently. And there is difficult because the brain can't think of what it can't think of. So for that individual, I would say, just skip to the end, take the mind scan, 
get your thinking patterns mapped out. And in 10 minutes, you'll see right away where the blind spot is. It's been tripping you up. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. You, I, I know you've been doing this thinking patterns uh, over like the past 10 years. So what, what are some of those patterns? Like after they take that, what, what because I have I'm no clue what it is about. Uh, tell, give me an overview of what those uh, patterns are. Um, so a lot of different thinking patterns, looking at thousands of graphs, mind scans from entrepreneurs. Some patterns show that the way their brain solves problems has a, a high emphasis on action. Uh, this is somebody that quickly recognizes what needs to be done and dives in to do it. This is not a standing around with hands in the pocket kind of person. They're constantly doing things. Now, they're good at getting things done, but if they look at their to-do list and tell the truth, they always have more on their to-do list than they have time to get done, and working harder and faster doesn't ever clear it up. So while it makes sense that focusing on action gets results, <clears throat> if they tell the truth, they've been focusing on action and they always have more to do than they have time to get done. And this is just a way of thinking. There's another way of thinking that says how people feel is what's most important. Um, because after all, people don't remember what you did for them. They remember how you made them feel. So by being focused on how people feel around you, it changes your referrals. Um, it changes your price point. It changes satisfaction and fulfillment. It changes so many things. And for these people, they're really good at building relationships. They're really good at sales, but they're stuck on the hamster wheel just the same because there's no structure in their life. And so every day it's like reinventing the wheel. Every day they're checking the same things off the to-do list. If you ever do the same task twice, you need to think real hard about why. Because if you do it twice, that indicates a system could be put in place to do that for you. And so for the people that are focused on relationships, they suffer from the same pitfalls, rebuilding the wheel every day, same thing, same thing. Um, some people are really focused on systems. Um, they're very good analytical thinkers. They're very good black and white thinkers. They're good decision makers. And nothing happens in their life uh, because they're very abrasive to people. Uh, people don't like uh, being lectured about the rules all the time. People don't like being lectured about punctuality or being lectured about policies. They don't like that. Um, and so for these individuals, they also get stuck and don't move forward. But there's another way of thinking that shows up. And like, I just want you to think of somebody that you consider to be very successful. Um, the kind of person that owns multiple businesses, but doesn't work multiple full-time jobs. As a matter of fact, for this person, the less they work, the more they make. It seems that they have the touch of gold. Whenever we do a mind scan with this type of person, makes a very distinct pattern. And in this pattern, we can see that their brain solves problems differently. For their brain, the most important thing is planning. The least important thing is taking action. And another equally important thing is how people feel. And this is really counterintuitive. Why is it that the person who values action the least has the most results to show for it? Well, remember, 
if you're doing the work, you're falling behind because doing something does not address why it had to be done. And tomorrow you'll still be the one doing it. So for them, because they think like a leader, they build systems and relationships to support them. Thus, they don't have to do the work ever again, which creates more free time to build more systems and relationships. If you're in leadership, your job is to get busy, not being busy by delegating, building relationships. And there's a really good illustration of this in Silicon Valley. When a startup is founded by an expert, it struggles. Somebody who's you know really good at whatever, writing code, or they're really good at creating that particular type of product or design. And so they decide they're gonna launch their company because they have expertise in this and they have passion in this. Those startups always struggle. Again, because the leader is trying to do the work. However, there's another type of startup and they almost always succeed wildly, seemingly overnight. And these are the startups where an investor comes in and they see an opportunity in a marketplace, but they don't know anything about that industry. And so they become the role of a business owner and they assemble the components that that business needs to run. Okay, I'm gonna need an expert in this, I'll need an expert in that, I'll need an expert in this, I'll think, Lord knows I'm gonna need an expert in that because I don't know anything about this. And by putting the experts in place, they don't have to do the work and they can stay focused on what moves the needle. It's just a different way of thinking. Yeah, actually that reminds me of like the book, The E-Myth, you know, like, you're saying like it's the technician that was caught by like the entrepreneurial seizure <laughs> and they started a business. And so that kind of makes me think like, is there like just one way of thinking that is makes people more successful? And are those people more like born with it? Can people be trained that way? Yes, 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 they can. They can. It's just a way of thinking. It's not like a personality. We aren't asking an introvert to become extroverted. Um, we aren't ask, asking a, an, an athletic power lifter uh, to become a delicate, you know, violin player or something. I mean, it's, yes, it's just a way of thinking. And the way of thinking comes down to what your brain values. And those values change over the course of your life. Now, in the work that I do, the fastest way to change that way of thinking so that fundamentally you get up in the day and your brain is hungry for where can I build a system to support me? Where can I build a relationship to support me? Who is the best person to do this thing? Your brain is just hungry for that because it wants to get those wins by finding the who's and connecting with them. The way that we do that in my space is with a process called mindset push-ups. These are exercises that your heart and mind experience that causes them to rewire themselves so that it changes that reward cycle and it changes the fundamental thinking pattern. The experience of the mindset push-up is why it works. And here's what I mean by that. When you were um, five years old and you were learning to ride a bicycle, notice that information did not make a difference. 
people telling you what to do was not helpful. Uh, they took off the training wheels and you were like a little wobbly. You didn't have it yet. Um, your crazy aunt comes by and gives you some advice. And your crazy aunt says, what you need to do is go faster because when you go faster, it's easier to balance. And you think to yourself, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. If I can't balance going slow, how is going fast going to help? That's just, that's reckless. But then one day you did go faster and in your body, you felt balance. And the instant your body felt the difference, your mind rewired itself and it went, okay, now I see what's going on. I understand. Now I get it. Notice that before your body felt the difference, no amount of explanation made a difference. After your body felt the difference, no amount of explanation was needed. And this is the trap that business coaches fall into. They think that they're going to bring clients into their space and they're going to advise them and counsel them and give them advice and it's going to make a difference. It doesn't, which is why people read motivational books and they go to motivational seminars and it doesn't make a hill of beans difference until your body feels the shift in that way of thinking, no amount of explanation is going to make a difference. So in my world, we don't give you advice. <laughs> we put you on tiny bicycles, tiny experiences called mindset push-ups. And by having that experience, it causes your brain to rewire itself so that it's naturally thinking at a higher level, solving these problems, which is why when the people come to the mindset gym, they usually double their income the first year because they're just thinking at a higher level about solving problems. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> I love that mindset push-up thing. So how, how can people find out more about this mindset gym? Mindset gym, um, mindsetperformance.co. Mindsetperformance.co. Um, I, I would say just try the mind scan for yourself. See if you think what it reveals about your situation makes sense for you. Like, don't take my word for it. Don't believe me. Just, just try it for yourself. And you can do that at mindsetperformance.co. Yep, yep. I will definitely put that uh, in the show notes, the link to that in the show notes. And uh, Jared, I know that you're also working on a book launch. Um, can you tell me more about that book? The book, The Thinking Patterns of Success, where we take a look at, uh, obviously, some of the thinking patterns that uh, don't work and keep us stuck, and some of the thinking patterns that work very well, um, and how you can learn to start thinking that way on your own. Book is still undergoing some final edits. It's not ready for print yet, but you can get the executive summary on my website, mindsetperformance.co. Awesome stuff. And if people want to follow your work, Jared, um, where's the best place for people to follow you? Uh, I'm pretty active on Facebook. Uh, you can find me there, Jared Hanning. Um, I mean, I've got a LinkedIn, but I never use it. Uh, but Facebook, yeah, I'm active there. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Jared, anything else that you, before we wrap this up, anything else, any final takeaways or anything you'd like to share that I didn't ask? Only thing to, to share is just that idea. If I'm doing the work, I'm falling behind. And, and to get your brain thinking, how else could this happen without requiring me to do it? Awesome. All right. So go ahead and check out uh, Jared's book uh, 
the executive summary and also check out Mindset Gym as well. So uh, thank you, Jared. I appreciate you taking the time and it was a pleasure chatting with you. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me.